that thing around. Cole Caulfield has a breakaway with Suzuki 2-0. Caulfield, Suzuki, and he scores! Nick Suzuki wins it in overtime for Montreal, and game six is on Saturday. Doesn't matter what I say, Mike, you're going to write fucking every time, so it doesn't matter what you say. Just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Do you think Max Pacioretty's going to play in Game 7? Well, they sent Cody Glass down, who played in the all-important uh, Pacific Division <laughs> West Honda Classic Tournament that, for whatever reason, the Silver Knights are actually playing in, uh, that it's actually happening or occurring. Um, nobody really knows why. So, haven't seen that they've brought him back up. It means someone's playing tonight that didn't play in Minnesota. I don't know who. Is it Noshik? Is it Pacioretty? I mean, we don't know who it is. I don't. Reeves went on the COVID list. I don't think it'd be him that that um, draws in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the other day, DeBoer, he's skating. What does that mean? Right. Like, he's skating for real, or he's with his kids at City National, like, taking laps. I don't know what that means. And that's that's the interesting part to me, is why did Pete DeBoer... Say that. ...for the first time give any update on Max Pacioretty? And even though it wasn't an actual injury update, it was no, just... He's, he's skating. skating. And, he would, he, and he said, I won't say more than that, but... Yeah. Why did Pete DeBoer for the first time say Max Pacioretty is skating? Is it just to simply make the Minnesota Wild think that Max Pacioretty is going to play? I wouldn't think that would give the Golden Knights any advantage, but the Golden Knights obviously think that does give them an advantage. That's why they don't give injury updates half the time or say who's starting in goal. Um, But it's fascinating because... Cody Glass being sent down implies that somebody's going Someone's to play, play that the didn't play, play the in night. game six. And it's no Schick, Pacioretty, and Reeves. And like um, you said, Reeves being on the COVID list makes him seem unlikely. Right. So no Schick or Pacioretty. No Schick for Glass isn't really much of a change. It's not a big difference. Pacioretty's obviously the one that could make a big difference. I mean, we had assumed, I think, way before he said he was skating, that he was already skating for whatever reason because they're so quiet and, and secret about injuries. There's a lot of assumptions that go around and people don't like that. Well, then you know what? Be more honest about your injuries. Be more forthright. So you have to at least say, hey, you know, this might be it. Um, what if the other day was like the first time he was skating? Like he's really drawing into game seven, two days later. Yeah, That, that I, doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, that would be tough to believe. If he hadn't Unless skated, he's been skating for three weeks right. and DeBoer finally said, oh yeah, by the way, he's skating. He's been doing Then, Then he could play tonight. Right. If he hadn't skated since May First. Third or yeah. first when he last played, and then two days ago was the first time he skated. That guy's going to play in Game 7? There, you'd have to think there's almost no way. So if he's playing in Game 7, and honestly, if he's playing early in the Colorado series... Then he's been skating for a while. He would have had to have been skating for quite yeah. a bit. And this goes back to what is the injury, right? Because like, like if you're a hockey player and you hurt you know, something in your upper body, you can skate... You might not be able to like use a stick or something, but you can, you know, sort of stay in shape by skating quite a bit. If he hurt his ankle or something, then that's something you probably can't skate very much right. on. So it goes back to what was the injury, and that sort of determines how much we would know. Because again, if he hurt his wrist or something, then he's probably been skating the whole time sure. and staying in shape. Maybe not actually holding a stick and shooting, but skating. But he's been skating and staying in shape. If he hurt his ankle, he probably hasn't been skating very uh, long. And Although I did. Did, at some point, didn't they say upper body? Did they? I thought at some I point they did. I didn't think we had gotten anything. Oh. 
Maybe they have. I you might be right. I, I didn't mean, think we'd gotten anything. The other thing is, like for twenty four to forty eight hours, whatever it was, we're waiting on test results of Reeves. I again, we have been programmed now because of they're so secretive with this with this nonsense uh, to guess or surmise. And too, if you don't like that too bad, then don't say game to game or game time decision for a guy who's been out since May first. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I also believe they knew the tests way before they said it because I think they wanted people to learn by when the list came out. You're telling me on when was it when Wednesday night was that the game or yeah Wednesday night that afterwards he says we're waiting on test results and the very next day in his morning zoom we don't have those test results back. You don't know Ryan Reeves is tested positive for COVID or is at least a tracing guy. Yes, you do. Yeah. There's no way anyone believes that it took that long to get the test results back. Why'd you hold them out from the gate? Should it be alarming that they have three guys on the COVID list? Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's Reeves, uh, uh, McNabb, and Krebs. And Krebs, yeah. I don't know what like, they're doing. Yeah. And granted, we don't know. We don't know if it's positive. We don't know if they're close contact. Right. We don't know anything. DeBoer kind of implied that McNabb was positive. He said, you get a test result back and the guy's got to isolate. So he sort of implied that Braden McNabb did test positive, but we don't know for sure. But like, if all three of these guys tested positive, if you're talking about three positive tests in a two day period, that's kind of alarming mm-hmm. to a degree when we're talking about, oh, what we've seen with like the Vancouver Canucks a couple right. months ago when all of a sudden 20 guys had it. So. It just seems weird that it's like three guys went on it in a two-day span and doesn't matter. Like, like are more guys going to end up on it today? Like, it's a little... Knows. To me, it's a little worrying that three guys ended up in, in two days when we've seen what happens when multiple guys keep getting it every day. Is there any chance that they postpone the game because, like, the team can't Well, play? yes. If all of a sudden, like, they go to 10, like, if, if it's, oh, 10 guys have to be out, then... Yeah, you you probably have to at that point. What if the tweets in an hour, Logan Thompson's the first goalie off the ice? Because <laughs> we know the first goalie off the ice has to be the starter. Okay. Because you can't be second off the ice. If you're second off the ice, you're not starting the game. I do want to go back to Cody Glass. What if he's just jacking around on the ice? Like, what if he's just like, he's just like screwing around on the ice and it's like, oh, no, no, I'm going to start tonight. I just kind of wanted to goof off. I do want to go back to Cody Glass. How bad is it that we're sitting here? In a playoff series, and the Golden Knights have effectively said Keegan Colasar is more likely to help us win a playoff game than Cody Glass. Well, it's not good for Cody Glass as the sixth pick, so overall pick and the first pick of the organization. We've talked about this in terms of the trajectory of his career, and we keep saying, like, next year's so, you know, and so important, so important. But yeah, if you've seen what happened this year with him from where he went to start the year to now, it's not a good trajectory. I mean, should we even expect him to be in the lineup next year? I mean, again, well, I don't know saying, because if they lose tonight, there's going to be changes. Well, there yeah, always that's are. True, but they're saying Keegan Colasar. This isn't this isn't like William Carlson and Chandler Stevenson are better than Cody Glass. Like, okay, yeah, we we get that. This isn't even like Nick Waugh, who's been better than well, expected better than since Glass, they yeah. acquired him. Yeah, this isn't Nick Waugh is better. Right. This is they are saying Keegan Colasar gives them a better chance to win the game than Cody Glass. And they've said it the entire series. And they're saying it again by sending Cody Glass down and leaving Keegan Colasar up there. That's that's unreal to me that you would have a top 10 pick who has been like your number one prospect in the history of the organization. And the only like number one prospect they've had. Keegan Colasar gives them a better chance to win. Because you can't you can't hide behind the salary cap reasoning anymore, right? Remember 
Cody Glass got sent down late in the season and it was salary cap related because right. of his bonuses and he cost too much against the cap and they'd have to skate with 15 guys, which they did anyways. Like, you can't hide behind that anymore. There's no salary cap implications. They can put their best healthy skaters on the ice and it, it's not Keegan Kolasar that's trying to help these Silver Knights win the Pacific Division Championship. It's Cody Glass who gets sent down. Maybe it's a, maybe this is a situation where management's deciding it, like you said, with the goalies. <laughs> <laughs> maybe management saying, maybe McCrimmon's like, hey, we're going with Colasar. Really? Yes, that's what we're doing. Okay. We're going with Leonard. Really? Yes, that's what we're doing. Like, it's just, it's, it's bizarre to me what we're doing, what we're looking at with Cody Glass, because it's, it's hard to be optimistic about what Cody Glass could be next year if this is what's happening in the playoffs. That again, Keegan Colasar is being prioritized over Cody Glass. It's hard to think that guy is suddenly going to be the number three center on the team next year when Keegan Colasar is. A better player. I don't have Facebook. Do you guys have Facebook? Yes. Okay. No. According to Willie Ramirez, Reeves' sister apparently posted on Facebook it was a false positive, and he's playing tonight. I want oh. Reeves' sister now hired as the coach it... because <laughs> that's the most information we've gotten on a injury or a test like since the like, since the Gordon Knights began. Well, unless and since the first day Pete DeBoer got hired and he had the he had like the gumption to say, yeah, that guy's hurt, and then we never heard from him again. So let's get Reeves' sister on the coaching staff so she can tell us what's happening. False positive for Reeves. Reeves? It's his sister. And apparently, apparently it's a Facebook. Again, I don't have Facebook, so Yeah, I don't um, and not McNabb or Peyton Krebs? She I don't it just says uh posted on Facebook because that it was here's, a false and positive. does anyone know their sisters? <laughs> <laughs> what if all the sisters were the new coaches next year and the media pushed for it because they'd actually say something about injuries? So here's the point Adam Candy made yesterday about Braden McNabb. Last week, the Golden Knights, along with the St. Louis Blues, had nine players hit with a false positive. Yes, yes. And it was traced back to that lab in California. Yes. Nine false positives. We never even found out which nine. Because, well, the Golden Knights were on that. Right. They, that were, they had too. nine. The, yeah, the yeah. Golden Knights had nine. Yeah. The Blues had like the whole team, apparently. They had nine false positives. They retested and said, no, these were false positives. We're fine. We're good to play. How did the Golden Knights end up with two players out if they're false positives? Because if you're the Golden Knights and you just experienced that, aren't you testing those guys a hundred times before the game starts to say, look. Maybe that's what DeBoer meant, and they were waiting for, like, backup tests. Maybe Maybe he tested. Well, obviously, look. They got some kind of test result that kept him out of the last game. Right. So something said he tested positive, and maybe that's what DeBoer meant. Like we're waiting for test results back. That they were waiting for the backup test to see if it's false positive. There's very there's a good chance that's what he meant. I just have a hard time believing the Golden Knights would wait around 24, 48 hours for it to come back false positive when they just experienced mm-hmm. it and got it done within what a 24 hour period of false positives to or positive tests to no no. Those were false positives. We're fine. We're good to go. Like, I just have a hard time believing they would have just said, oh, yeah, I guess McNabb and Reeves are out tonight because of positive tests, even though we think they're false. Right. Like, I feel like they would have said, no, NHL, we're testing them 100 more times. All 99 are now negative. Lab in California probably lost itself a lot of money because I think the NHL is going to move on from those people. I don't know what the lab is, but the NHL is kind of a big business. And if that, if they're testing the same lab, if they're. I, I mean, I would think after last week that lab was replaced. I mean, if you're going back to the same people with all those many false positives, why are you still staying with them? I mean, get a new lab for yourselves. I mean, it's just, uh, I again, I don't have Facebook. This is Willie saying that the sister apparently posted on Facebook that it was a false positive and that he's playing tonight. Well, they need so, him. They need if, him. If that's true, then that's not good news for Patrick or Noshik. 
Right, because, because that would have been glasses. Glass sits down, yeah, he, he, reeves he's in, yeah. And there's, I yeah. mean, you, you're make, making room for Pacioretty if he can play, but there's absolutely the spot that's opened up is, yeah, is going is, to Reeves and Pacioretty isn't it? Yeah. So, well, I mean, t- Cody Glass is yeah. There's a lot about Cody Glass, obviously now, but more so I think in the future. And look, look, we talked about the honeymoon being over. They lose tonight. There's going to be changes. I don't know what those changes are, but there's going to be changes. They, and there probably should be. There probably should be. Some I mean, either I mean, the, they're locked into some contract. They're locked into some contracts that you're not going to be able to get out of. Hello, right. Flurry. Well, maybe they get out of it now, but I mean, in the offseason. Or like Hello, Petrangelo. They wouldn't. Yeah, no, I mean, well, eight years, eight point eight million dollars, and what's he done? Just fell into the net trying to chase that. God, that goal. was so that was, good. Those, by the way, it's kind of one of your all-time great tweets. <laughs> <laughs> was, <laughs> you found the net. Do, I will give you this. Um, I think. Uh, I think that that uh, this is where your Twitter stands. When that happened, and there was the picture of him falling into the net, I won't say who was not not me. I it wasn't. Won't say who. Someone predicted that your tweet was coming. They didn't know what you would say though. But there there was a prediction before you tweeted. Alex Petrangio finally found the back of the net that you were going to do that. And I then did, you followed you followed through, and you I, I was proud of you. you I did through. physically laugh out loud when Petrangelo fell over into the net. Like, I did find it to be a hilarious thing where Petrangelo, like, forgot to stop and just blew over into the net after That's the effort. Goal. That's effort. I mean, effort would have been, like, diving for it to keep I mean, it out, you know. he clears that puck, maybe get a little momentum those last 22 seconds. You run down and score. Yeah, Momentum. Should have <laughs> dove. Could have had all the momentum. The worst thing about momentum is my buddy the other day tweeted about something. Was it with the Padres because he's from San Diego? And I don't know what it was about, but he used the word jinx, and I laughed even more about jinx than I did momentum. Like, there's certain things as jinxes. Like, that's even that's you know, even like more more pathetic than like momentum. Like, jinxes are just like that's like pathetic. Like, there's no such thing. as You think jinx. the Padres will be able to keep all this momentum in May and just roll it into the playoffs? Is that's that- that's why I laugh at the Padres fans being cute about where we have the best record in baseball after 50 games. I'd be there's over 100 and something games left. I'd you, be pumped. If you're a Padres fan, I guess so because you've never won anything. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you've never won anything. So, what's the the most memorable Padres team? Like Tony Gwynn losing in the World Series? Tony Gwynn losing in the World Series? Yeah. Like, that's it, right? (laughs) Yankees swept them or is it five? Uh, Tony Gwynn losing the World Series was the most memorable run they had, obviously. And correct me if I'm wrong, that was downturn of Tony Gwynn's career. Yes. That was yeah. like Tony Gwynn is still good, but wasn't yeah. like no, he was not Tony Gwynn. Greatest hitter in baseball, no. Tony Gwynn at the time. That's when they had like Kevin Brown, they gave him like nine hundred million dollars and he couldn't win. That was actually pretty funny. Um <laughs> that guy just I was covering I was covering it back in that days. I wasn't a beat writer, I was you know, a younger reporter who was like would do sidebars and stuff and that guy was just dude, that guy was just Let's just leave it at that. Nobody <laughs> wanted to talk. Kevin Brown was just a salty dude. And I was like, you're making all this money. And then they get to the World Series, and the Yankees were a lot better. But, um, yeah, it had to be Tony Gwynn. Like, I don't, what, I, like, what else would it be yeah, for that I don't, organization? Like, Trevor Hoffman had a lot of saves. Like, yeah, Hell's Bell. Hell's Bell's <laughs> like, coming in from the from in the, from the outfield. Like, that's like James, James Shields one time had, like, a hundred and something strikeouts. Like, like oh, you know, there's two stories that I remember: Tony Gwynn making the World Series, and Ken Caminiti hitting all those home runs because of, and I'm putting quotes in the air, those Snicker bars he would eat before the games. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Snicker bars. That's what that's what made you look like a Hulk and hit 900 home runs. It's he a- always had that Snicker bar. They actually did stories back when you know clicks didn't even matter. Can you imagine the clicks 
On Ken Caminiti, he hit his 65th home run tonight, and it's because of those Snicker bars. Okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, those were actual stories. We did those stories back in San Diego. Um, and this was, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, the era of McGuire and Sosa. Was it, I don't know when Caminiti, kind of, was that around that time? Was yeah, Caminiti, he was, uh, was right Caminiti around before, that time? He was right before right. the big controversy with yeah. McGuire and Sosa. But we literally did stories about Ken Caminiti would eat a Snickers bar before the game, and like he'd hit like three home runs, and they believed that that was the reason. Why. His secret it was awesome. He runs to Seven Eleven before yeah. the. I mean, it was great. And then, and then, like McGuire and Sosa, after you're like, probably wasn't those Snicker bars. His neck is the like, size like, of yes, a tire. Like, I don't think it was the Snicker bars in that in that situation. Ah, tropical smoothie took. The I mean, Brady Anderson the didn't have any Snicky bar, Snicker bars. He had a five inch waist, and all of a sudden he's hitting 55 home runs when he never hit more than 10. It's like, I don't think those are the Snicker bars. All right, coming up next, it's Fish Off Briefs, and we'll jump into some NBA expansion. Is Tyler a know it all? Can you prove him wrong? Tweet at Bischoff underscore Tyler and at Ed Graney. Bischoff's Briefs. Son, I didn't understand a word you just said. Bischoff's Briefs. Hey, thanks. That is not a compliment. Ah, I disagree. Bischoff's Briefs. Okay, well, that was just a list of complete nonsense, but you're not totally wrong. Bischoff's Briefs. Okay, uh, we have been playing, like, third-hand information, maybe fourth-hand information, because we had, what, Willie Ramirez texted you that Ryan Reeves' sister posted on Facebook that Ryan Reeves had a positive test. I'm, actually reading, positive. I'm actually reading the uh, the uh, Facebook thing here. I got sent by uh, Pops. Oh, is Renee oh. is Renee Hayes' sister? This is great radio. I do, I do not we're, know. we're just talking off the top of our heads about someone on Facebook. Ladies, trust me, Reeves is playing tomorrow. He was on the COVID protocol, but he's been cleared. Yay! It, has anyone checked? There's nothing anywhere that he was cleared. She's his sister. Well, that would kind of be cool. Watch him play tonight. And I look. Uh, Hayes is his sister. I'm getting this is such great reporting by me. It's you shouldn't. I, I should it be a reporter. Good. It yeah. is. Um, he's a definite. Let's see. Uh, watch him play tonight, and then it gets kind of cut off. But I like the yay with a bunch of like hats and like party hats. So. Has anyone checked on Ryan Reeves' brother, or is he still currently trying to find Ken Bulky to beat him up? He is. Um, trying to beat up Ken Bulky, also still trying to actually play in the CFL, not just on special teams. Um, more third-hand information to confirm our previous fourth-hand <laughs> fourth information. information. Uh, Jack Manning just tweeted that Elliot Friedman said on his podcast that it is believed that Ryan Reeves and Braden McNabb had false positives and are expected to play in Game 7. Okay, so then, like you said, that would X out Patchetti in terms of Reeves. Yes, if yes. in fact I mean, he's the one. could still well, he come could still back, play, but, but I mean, it's yes, more than likely it's he's not, and Ryan Reeves is back in. Where does that leave Krebs? Uh, can he? He can't. He probably can't even skate. The season's enough. over. I mean, they said he's out indefinitely, but the the Golden Knights actually came out and gave an injury update on the kid. So, like, oh, okay, yeah, no, he's done. <laughs> like his season is most likely over. <laughs> oh my God. Like if there's any kind of update, then there you'll never play again. Right. I think. Like Pete DeBoer was like, we will have an update on Peyton Krebs tomorrow. Like he never says that. He said that about Reeves too. Audible gasp went through the Zoom. Yeah. Like when the coach comes out and says we will have an update, and then yeah. they give the update, and the guy's out indefinitely. Yeah. yeah you're not seeing that guy until next year. Day to day. Yeah. I'm so, like that's what they. Pat Trady's been out for what 
almost a whole month now. He's last played on May 1st. Yeah, it's been almost. Join the press box for third and fourth hand information that really doesn't matter or mean anything, and we'll see tonight who plays. Well, we'll see in about, when's the morning skate for 46 uh, straight tweets about who's on the ice? Well, I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Who's the goalie going to be? Neither one of them are out there this morning. That'd be fun. Boy, how excited did people get the other day when they both left at the same time. Now imagine That was awesome. A six-hour delay to say, who's starting? Neither one of them's out there. It'd be great. Be phenomenal. I can't wait. Be a lot of fun. No? (laughs) No. Yes. All this is just silliness. It's just like eventually we'll be at the game and the the, the camera will span to the locker room and someone's going to be leading them out. It's like, yeah, that guy's the goalie tonight. I hope Mike McKenna, who's on the AT&T Sportsnet pregame show, I hope he's out there taking shots. What if the goalies at practice today are McKenna and Logan Thompson? That'd be great. And McKenna leaves the ice first. Yes. (laughs) He's got to go front for his broadcast. And here's the thing. If McKenna left the ice first, you'd have to report it. Because if you don't report who's leaving the ice first, I mean, you haven't done your job. Right. What are you doing? I don't know. So I I cannot wait. Um... (laughs) We were going to do Bischoff's briefs on NBA <laughs> expansion. This is, much, this is, much this is a lot better. Yes, it is. Um, this reminds me of when people were trying to like DM uh, Jackson Francois to be like, "Who's the new coach?" <laughs> Remember that? What it is? I mean, we it's got just like has Jackson Francois passed his driver's test? Oh God! <laughs> call call Desiree Francois and find out. <laughs> Oh, cold call. Yeah. yeah. Cold, cold call the athletic director. I listened. If you did and she answered, she'd oh, she'd love answer. to talk she'd tell about us. that. She'd tell us. She might not tell us much about, like, the basketball program or the football program, but that, oh, yeah, she'll, she'll tell us, no that. doubt. Yeah, absolutely. She loved nothing more than saying that. Because what did, what did we find out? People then, were, somebody was listening on their way into school, and Jackson Francois got asked about it at school. Oh, the poor kid didn't make it to his locker before yeah. people said, man, you haven't passed that driver's <laughs> test. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, it, literally, I mean, I think she was still on the phone with us when he texted, thanks a lot, Mom. Like he, he he walked into school, you know, trying to get a, a muffin before first class or something. Someone's like, yeah, you haven't passed that test yet, have you? Hey, Jackson, can you parallel park? God. Well, who am I to make fun of the kid for driving? Like, come on. <laughs> Do you have to parallel park to pass a driving test here? Uh, I don't know. I did. I, I, I passed it on my first you time. You did not in Mississippi. You didn't. No. I, oh, to, I think you do. It's a dirt road. It is. No, but I think here, I'm pretty sure, or maybe it's where they practice at the DMV, they do have cones set up where you parallel park. Do I don't need, I don't think you have to do it on the, because on the road, you have to see somewhere and find it. I do think there's cones set up where you parallel park. That's part of so the test. In Mississippi, you, you do not have to parallel park to pass a driver's test. But as Jared said, you don't parallel park. Like there's, there's no, there's, there's no, nowhere to do it. Like don't. It's we're, it's not a bustling city where parking is scarce. You just there's parking lots either everywhere or you just park on the side of the road. Like you don't have to parallel park. There's plenty of space. But I took I did take driver's ed and I did parallel park because there is a Wendy's in the city that I took driver's ed that has two spots that you can parallel park in. And my dry and my and our driver's ed instructor would take everyone there. Like we're going to the damn Wendy's. You can get a frosty if you pull it off, but you got to parallel park. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I did parallel park. I really don't. I don't remember the last time I did. I haven't driven anywhere but here in a year or so. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Those spaces at the station are easy to pull right into, <laughs> yeah. straight into. Well, there's, there's enough spaces here. We don't have any parallel Especially at the time we show up. If you're parallel parking at that time, there's something wrong. Yeah. So, but well, no, that was to be, it doesn't, doesn't exist. There's no parallel parking. No less than I have. There are certain members of staff here that whenever I get here at around 545, 6 o'clock, 
who are backing into spaces, and I am just absolutely perplexed. They're the worst. Yeah, like, I, I don't understand like, why you do what? that. You're backing know. into a space. We have you could park. I don't you get could that. park through six yeah. spaces. It's five forty-five in the morning. Space ever. I really don't. I've pulled forward when there's two open spaces at Smith's. I'll pull forward to where I'm going forward with my space, and I'd never back in. Next time we have Mike Ramal on, remember to ask him about backing into spaces. He does that? Just, just remember to ask him just to hear what he has to say about it. Coming up next, Cassie Soto joins us to get made fun of. She is a used Honda Civic, hates 50% of her dogs, and will never get engaged. Time to mock Raiders.com's Cassie Soto on the press box. Cassie! Oh, Raiders.com. It's a big week. It's a big week for you. It's OTAs. You people out at Raiders.com, OTAs, you got a lot of work going on out there. You know, we're busy. We're busy these next few weeks. All right. I am worried that this is going to be a terrible story that's going to bore <laughs> everybody. Oh, my God. So let's tell it. But, um,. Why did Andre James have to find your uh, memory card? Okay, long story short, OTAs were on Wednesday. Myself and Heidi Fang, um, two of the best videographers at the Las Vegas Review Journal when I am part-time there, right? Not Um, I was complaining to her how people steal my SD cards or had stolen them before the pandemic. So I used to write my name on them. And she's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, we go out, we film. We come back in, 30 minutes later, like, Raiders PR comes in. Hey, did anybody lose an SD card outside? And jokingly, I said, does it say Cass on it? And he says, I think it does. And sure enough, Heidi goes, hey, I think that's mine that I stole from Cassie. And he goes, well, you can thank Andre James. He's the one who found it. And he, he picked it up and said, what's this? What are the kind of pictures I'd find here? And it ended up being a blank SD card. But that's the story. Not as hilarious, I think, as we thought it was going to be. And it was not an ID badge, Ed. I don't know where you got ID badge from, but it was an SD card. I was in uh, Minnesota. I was mistakenly reading uh, Twitter. Um, I hope Andre James has that much focus while he's the center. How did he find that? Thing? Everyone's <laughs> yeah. walking past it. He's the guy who he's the guy who finds it. I hope he's at, when he's making the he's, calls and during the season. I hope he's that he's close to the ground. Ed. That's true. He is close he, to the ground. Was he? Was this? Was actually on the field and he was like doing t- drills and everything. He looked down. And he goes, "What's that?" No, we weren't very close to them. So it must. Yeah, it had to have been when he was walking off. Wow. How, yeah. how big is, is that small, card? How tiny. big is that card? By the way, they're small. It's they're small. Little, like. Like two two by two, maybe. I'd What's Andre James looking small. at the ground that much for? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. What else is he looking at when he gets beaten onto his back by Yannick and Gakwe? Well, Gakwe wasn't there. <laughs> Quentin Jefferson. What else would he be looking at? So you have successfully thrown Heidi Fang under the bus for not only yes. A, stealing your SD card, but B, losing your SD card? Yeah. Heidi Fang, that's the one. <laughs> the talented Heidi Fang, you're throwing her under the bus. Well, now that you're now that you're Raiders.com, you can do that. I don't think you'd do that if she was still a colleague. So I forget who said it, but I think Ed, after you tweeted it, they were like, Oh gosh, that's gonna be a topic on Friday for sure. And Heidi goes, Should I like call in and be angry and try to defend myself? Like three way call in and I was like, You could but I'm just gonna go on and say you're a thief. No, I mean we blame you entirely on this thing, so All I don't right, want her to hide. I don't want track your stuff, Cassie. Yeah, so, yeah. Why, why would you lose your stuff? I, I, that seems to be a pretty important like thing for Raiders.com to have that. I, I don't wouldn't, wouldn't want to lose that. That's probably on you. It's probably your fault. Well, we had.
had like a stack of them in our in, in the video studio, and like we just keep them all together. So in case anyone ever needed one, they could borrow it with the hopes of returning it. And I think I had yeah, like six of them at one time, and now I have two because I found one. But I was down to one. All right. So, um, yeah. How was Archie's birthday? Oh my God! Did you oh, see God. the videos? I did. I, I saw like, the pictures. I oh. like the videos. There were videos? Yeah. I just saw the pictures. TikTok, Ed. It's on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on anything except oh, Twitter. Oh, my God. You know oh, what you're missing man. out on? It Jeez. was so good. You want to know what? <laughs> I have a... I'm a godmother. Someone let me be the godmother of their child. And of a that child? To, yeah. The birthday's tomorrow. And I feel like I put more into Archie's birthday than I did into the child. I fully agree. Yeah. Dogs are the best. Kids suck. Um, Is there I'll... like a brother or sister they hide in the closet? <laughs> yeah. Do they do that? No. Like you do the dog, no. the second dog? Um, no. How how old is this child that you're a godmother She's going to be one. She's going to be one. Oh, a big birthday. Older than her. Baby won't even remember. It's a big birthday. Baby won't remember. Archie will remember this birthday more than the baby. I, I think so. I can't give you, I'll give you 50% of hard time because I will say when I first got married, there were no kids. It's always, well, I knew eventually, well, I was married. So I knew eventually I was married. You're, you're never getting married. So these are obviously your children. So when I was married, we had a Shih Tzu before we had real children. And I did go to the bakery for a dog. Absolutely. Cake. I did. I you did have do that. to. I did wow. do that. You don't do it anymore because you have real kids. Wouldn't even know what our dogs' birthdays are. Oh, and well, we're okay. we're we're with we're, we're down. You know, our Shih Tzu. I told you what happened to the other dog, but uh, our Shih Tzu's thirteen or fourteen, and I I love her to death. But there's no clue we have when that birthday is. Oh, I mean, Ellie, yeah. Ellie May, Ellie May is like thirteen now. Yeah, can't see very well, oh. can't hear. But she's doing well. You know, other than that, other than blind to death, she's you doing fine. You think he's allowed to spend money on a dog cake? That's he true. He said before they had real well, that, children. Yeah, we didn't that's, have when dog he, cake. that's when he had his yeah. own bank account. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it. You can make it at home. But yes, I bought. I bought Archie his cake, and then we had little party hats. And Champ was invited. He got to come out and play <laughs> Get out for of the a closet, little bit. Champ. Yeah. Oh, Champ. He had a great time. He loved it. Do you do cakes? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, actually, now we do these peanut butter cookies. Yeah, that's from, what for dogs. Uh-huh. From, yeah, from a bakery because our dogs, I think they like those more than the cake, but they they love the peanut butter cookies. The problem is, it was just my dog's birthday last month. The bakery didn't have the peanut butter cookies. That's brutal. What did you do? Well, we bought did you some. Not we bought some new. Like, we bought like a package, like these steak strip treats that they ate instead. <laughs> that's but, just yeah. insane. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. They were out of them. <laughs> All right, all right. I have so many questions about this. What designates it a dog cookie versus just a peanut butter cookie? Couldn't tell you. I could probably eat it, but it's in the shape of a bone. It's a bone. It's shaped like a bone. Yeah. So so it's just a peanut butter cookie. Probably. Basically. Yeah. So you could have just bought peanut butter cookies. It's not the same, Jared. They make them for the dogs. Yeah, there's you wouldn't want to eat them. Made with care. I'm not. I'm not saying you want to eat them. I'm saying what makes them dog. I guess whatever they put in it. Yeah, I don't know. Dogs aren't supposed to eat real food. Dog food. Dog food. Right. I'm sure humans could eat the dog peanut butter cookie, but dogs probably shouldn't. Right. Probably shouldn't eat the the other one. Archie was one. Archie turned one. So you have two one-year-old birthdays this week, and the dog's getting a better birthday than the kid. I agree with this. Absolutely. I agree with this. Absolutely. And you're the. Well, first of all, big upset here. Who made, who made you the godmother? As, I don't know, as, as frazzled man. as you are in life, 
losing stuff, getting stuff ripped off. You got one oh dog in the God. closet. How did they look at you and say, this is the person, if anything happens to mom and dad? We, and that's <laughs> the other thing. You know, the, the, the role, I'm a godfather, hmm, two or three people, I forget. But anyway. Um, uh, I actually forget, actually. I know I'm the godfather of like three people. But the idea is, if something happens to the parents, you are making a commitment to look after the child. How yeah. do they look at you who treat a dog better than anyone and put the other dog in the closet and say, yeah, this is the person we want raising little Jenny if anything happens to us? That's the all-time upset right there. Who made that decision? You know, I don't, you know, friends from high school, I saw, I guess they saw us grow up and were like, yeah, they, they seem pretty responsible. They know what they're doing. They can raise one dog at least. They could probably raise one kid. Wow. You are yeah. definitely at some point going to be pushing a bassinet and look down and Archie will be in it and you will not know where the baby went. <laughs> <laughs> what if the baby gets lost the baby, in the store but the Archie's dog's here. okay? Hey, that's worth it. Um, <laughs> I do remember now on my dog's birthday, I, I also had to go, I ran through Starbucks and got the, the whipped oh, cream. Oh, I, get the, I do get the whipped cream. I do yeah. get the whipped cream. Um, I still do that. Cassie, have you ever gotten ice cream for your dog? Uh, for Champ, actually, when the old Cold Stone days, Champ was, uh, Champ was around stole. for the yes. early Cold Stone oh, yeah. days, and he loved the sweet cream. Back yeah. when you ripped can when you ripped ice cream yeah, off. So you stole <laughs> you stole ice cream for your dog. <laughs> Acceptable, yeah. No, we do ice cream quite a bit as well for our dogs. Really? Yeah, they do. Like uh, they do pup yeah. ice cream too. Like at Target, they have like the frozen section. They have like pupsicles. I give my okay. dog ice cubes. I've just always been told don't don't ever give dog real food. And yet, our good friend Seat Williams had a Shih Tzu, lasted till 20, never ate anything but human food. Seat <laughs> would have a steak, he would eat half of it, and the dog would get... No, I'm serious, I, which was staggering. You ask any vet, anyone, don't do that, don't do that. We had a Shih Tzu who had um, uh, internal stones. We had to put it down. It was really, really sad. And oh. we she had some food at some times, and they said, no, don't do that. Seat had a magic dog. He Seat, that dog, ask Seat one time. That Seat would tell me that dog ate what he ate. Like if wow. he went to Burger King, so, that dog ate Burger King. I mean, and it lived till it was 20, so, so it was like a magic dog. It was it was eating so much salt, it yes. was preserved. Yes, exactly. Yes. It's amazing. Because you're not supposed to do that, right? No. Champ, no. Champ okay. and Archie, they Champ loves tortilla chips and he loves popcorn. Archie's still not sure about popcorn. But Champ will mess up a whole bag of popcorn by himself. Uh, don't, then one day you might think Champ's sleeping in the closet and he's not really sleeping. He's preserved. <laughs> he's preserved. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you got to go big for the dog birthday. Get him a cake or peanut butter cookies. Get him the decorations. See, oh, it was a full-on photo yeah. shoot. See, do you know Champ's birthday? Uh, November 9th. Oh, okay. You know yeah. it. Okay. You got to know it. Yeah. Um, we, we normally take try to take our dogs to like a new park when it's their birthday, like a park they've never been to before. Wow. I was actually going to try to throw him. So a Corgi party. So we got him here from a, a local breeder and I, Archie, his Instagram is friends with two of his sisters and one of his brother. And we were all trying to get together to throw a reunion because the, the breeder has the mom and dad. So we were going to do four babies and the mom and dad. But everybody had different work schedules, so it didn't work this weekend. But we're, we're trying to get something together, so it'll be a gigantic corgi party and slash family reunion. I was really hoping you were saying, but no, the parents weren't vaccinated, so. <laughs> we, uh, <No. laughs> we literally have found in Summerlin this, this, this dog who, who, who breeded you know, many, many years ago, 13. This kid spawned children everywhere. 
And we have actually run across over the years two of Ellie Mae's sisters on walks, not knowing it until we started discussing who the old who the old man was. I mean, just oh, wow. spawned everywhere. I mean, across Vegas is this kid's. What did you got? You got your dog from like the Adam of Eve of yes, who's in Las Vegas? Yes, and Henderson, and they, you know, and Henderson. I got a break because they knew I was a sports writer. They thought I was bringing a sports team. So uh, yeah, but that dog, we have met two dogs, and you get talking about Shih Tzus and everything. Oh, where'd you go? And it's like, I think his name was like. Brutus or something, but Brutus he he he, he brought that's him all the out. dog or the human. No, that's the dog. That's the, the oh. male. That's the male dog. <laughs> no, that's male dog. You, but Brutus did his work, parents? man. I will tell you what, I don't know if Brutus is still around, but he 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 had children yeah, he, everywhere. He led a great life. Yes, I mean, what, what's the what are the odds? Like you find, and if there's two, there's twenty or two hundred. I mean, out of the blue, we have met these people in Summerlin that came from Brutus. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm serious. It's very are, strange. Are Atreus, Atreus is his dad, and Mochi is his mom. I yeah. And I then and then he has a brother. One of his brothers' name is Frijoles. Oh, is that Frijoles. so cute? Oh, boy. Frijoles. <laughs> Frijoles. Bean. It means bean in Spanish. I know what yeah. it means. Oh. Sorry. We've all goodness. been to Taco Bell. Yes. yes. I don't know. Chicken hey. Supreme with Frijoles. Yes. Uh, sorry. Sorry. The odds of three. Three Caucasian men here. I didn't assume you all knew what Frijole meant. Wow. Listen, that's, a that's a big Thanks assumption. That's a big assumption. Somebody stereotyping. Jeez, what a stereotype that was. Listen, Seat Williams' dog lived for 20 years on Taco Bell's Frijole. Yes, yes. <laughs> I always give Seat a lot of credit. I'm like, man, you are setting some kind of record here. You give him credit? I think he was just did lucky. You, did you say what kind of dog it was? No, Lucky's 10 years, 20, you've got something going uh, Well, yeah, it, that's why he was lucky. I think he's probably trying to <laughs> kill the dog, given a Burger King. What kind of dog was it? Did it's a Shih Tzu. No, it's a Shih Tzu. Oh, a Shih Tzu. Okay. All right. Get out of here, Cassie. Stop losing Go lose something. Cards. Raiders.com's calling. It's OTAs. Why aren't you yeah. out there? Go give Champ yeah. some uh, some affection for us, please. I'll wait until November. Yeah, well, Jesus. You probably won't even give him a birthday. What, he gets out of the closet There for will an be hour? no birthday pictures for that yeah. dog. No oh. chance. Unbelievable. No chance. Whatever. All right. Bye, Cassie. Bye, guys. Bye. By the way, one last thing on Cassie's birthday party. I was impressed her dog, Archie, kept the birthday hat on. She put a little birthday hat oh. on, kept it on. Didn't they all have, didn't the, the boyfriend have a hat on too? Weren't they all like decked yeah. out with hats? Well, yeah, of course. But my dogs absolutely will not. Do you put the on. hats on them? No, they won't wear them. They'll, anything have you, you tried? Them, yeah, we've put like different things on them before. Like somebody bought us a baby Yoda costume for one of our dogs and oh. we put it on her and she was the worst day of her life. Worst thing that's ever happened to her is having to put on that. Maybe baby that Yoda was costume. the day like she went crazy on our show. <laughs> She's running around in a Yoda costume. Have you ever. <laughs> Oh, no, no. She was just mad about food when she tried to <laughs> kill her brother. Um, have you ever bought the little, uh, like, booties, like shoes for your dog so they don't burn their feet on the pavement? No. Oh, we no. tried to put those on our dog one time. Oh, no. Just We we have sweaters for the winter. Yeah. Our, our, our Shih Tzu wears a sweater. Yeah, she'll yeah, she'll deal yeah. with that because she's shivering while right, inside. Right, right. <laughs> and it's like, all right, put the damn sweater on yeah. and maybe you won't shiver as oh, much. Yeah. One time we all put right. a harness on our Shih Tzu and she just fell over on her back yeah. and didn't move. We I didn't put the harness, but I did. I told you after, the, I did go on Amazon and get, and I have cheated my way through the uh, service dog to get her in the hotel. I told you that oh, story. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's, true. Still, that's, true. that's still one they of them. You can get anything on Amazon. Sell them. All right. <laughs>
If you've enjoyed our dog conversations, <laughs> British Rock Royalty is coming to Las Vegas Ballpark on Saturday, June 26th. They're performing songs from The Who, Pink Floyd, David Bowie, Queen, and Led Zeppelin. We have a pair of tickets. Again, June 26th, British Rock Royalty at Las Vegas Ballpark. We have a pair of tickets to give away. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. We will take caller number 5 at 702-364-1100 if you want to go see British Rock Royalty at Las Vegas Ballpark in June. Here's the 0-2 home and a swing and a ground ball on to third base. He took a neck-high pitch and hit it on the ground to third. Now Baez running back toward home plate. Tag him. Tag him. Tag him quickly. And what did Craig do there? They get a run out of that. And now they got to get the out at first. And they throw it into right field. That's going to get a run for the Cubs. Oh, my. What a loony play. And he's in at second base. Just tag him out. What was that? The Cubs are going to get a run, and Baez is safe at second base on a routine ground out to third. Oh, the Calliope's can be heard from here to Sewickley. If you haven't seen it, that is the uh, radio call of Javi Baez getting in a rundown between home and first. Pirates first baseman Will Craig not just stepping on first in the inning, and the Pirates giving up a run. And I believe in those scenarios... All play-by-play announcers should be allowed to cuss. <laughs> because the best summation of what happened is, what the bleep? <laughs> what, what the bleep are you doing? Right. My guess is, and I'm just going on limb here, that was the Pirates call. Uh, I believe so. Yes, <laughs> yes that was. <laughs> and genuinely. When you're talking about calamities to, where do you say, sequitions? Right, like, yeah, that, that got real Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to Pennsylvania cities. None at all. Um, so, yeah. They should be allowed to cuss in those scenarios. There should be certain exceptions where, yep, perfectly acceptable. Any any eight-year-old listening needs to know that was not good. That was yeah. so bad no. that it's okay to cuss in that scenario. I forgot to give you this stat earlier. So the Golden Knights a while ago, they traded for Max Pacioretty. They sent Tomas Tatar, Nick Suzuki, and some draft picks to Montreal. Since Nick Suzuki made his NHL debut, he has played in 15 playoff games for the Canadians. He has scored six goals. In that same time span, Max Pacioretty has played in 16 playoff games for the Golden Knights. He has scored five goals. Nick Suzuki outscoring Max Pacioretty since his debut in playoff games. I mean, if they lose tonight, it'll probably hold true for this season also because I don't think he's playing tonight. Probably will. Is it weird to you that uh, the Golden Knights have switched things up and they will talk to the media before their skate today? Oh, they are? I missed that. What happened? Apparently, they're talking at 10 a.m. and their skate is at 10.30. Are they, I mean, game seven, do you switch things up? Oh, wow. You lose two in a row. Yeah, you lose two in a row around there, and all of a sudden, everyone switching up your media schedule with morning skate. You're probably switching up your goaltenders, too, aren't you? (laughs) I don't know. We'll know tonight when we look and the camera pans the locker room and someone's leading them out. That needs to be that needs to be the first question on Zoom. Literally, just be like, so who's going to be the first off the ice uh, yeah. in about a half yeah. hour? Well, we haven't said that all along. We're not going to start now. Man, switching things up. Yeah. Mark Why Stone, do you do that, by the way? Line? I mean, you have like eight hours before the game. What are you doing at 1030 that you can do at 10? I don't, I don't know. know. What, what's the point? You watch more film? So they're going to do media before they yeah. skate. Yeah. So my cynical assumption is there's going to be something that you see at morning skate that Pete DeBoer doesn't want to be asked questions about. Okay. So like Pacioretty's out there and he doesn't want to have to well, it's say. It's going to be tweeted. 
I mean, we think it'll be tweeted. But then he doesn't have to answer about it because he already talked to the media. 